0: listening to Friday After Five. We're your hosts, Rachel and Howie. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Woo woo. Made it through another week. It's April. Oh, we got a little sing in there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. It's it's a good time of year.
0: Like, spring's coming. It's a little rainy, but you know what they say, April, April showers, showers rainy flowers. flowers.
1: As long as it's bright and sunny on graduation day, I'm okay. Yeah. Because apparently rain or shine, it's going to be happening. Fenway. Outdoor at Fenway. (laughs) So, yeah, I will not be there if it's raining. (laughs) Since we are self-proclaimed experts. And we
0: give advice on stuff that nobody asked for.
1: This week, we're going to get a little bit personal on something that I feel like is really messy for most people in their 20s, and it's relationships.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Um, so
1: titling this, The Relationship Status of Our 20s. <laughs> Hallie, kick us off. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm the right person to be kicking us off for this Do topic. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, to start things off, I think that we're just going to give like a quick recap of past relationships, just a quick like update about where we're at in terms of dating, and then we can get into like more of the specifics probably like, what gritty. we look for, you know, that type of thing. Expectations. So, expectations. Um, so starting out with me, I, at this point, have had two relationships. In high school, I dated someone literally basically the entire time. Um, you know, I have nothing bad to say. Things just didn't work out. Um, at this point, I wish him nothing but the best, but not really much to say on that. Um, my last relationship ended actually just before Thanksgiving. and
0: Wait, is that the one that I photoshopped recently? Yeah. <laughs> Rachel did a little photoshop. <laughs> she was posing with one of her exes. Oh, my mom's Facebook. She still face. has it up on Facebook. <laughs> and um, so I, I put my face in it. And
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll post on Instagram for you guys. So it was really well done.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't.
1: But yeah, jumping to... My last relationship, again, we just broke up right before Thanksgiving, and obviously I'm not here to air our dirty laundry, and there's always going to be two sides to every story, and... So mature. You know, (laughs) nobody's ever innocent, but just to make a long story short, let's just say I got caught in a situation of love bombing, and I learned what it's like to be gaslighted, manipulated, you know, that whole thing, so I feel very lucky that it didn't last long, Um, but regardless, just like my first, I, I do wish him all the best. So, you know, it is what it is, but
0: Rachel, let's hear your little recap. For those of you who don't know slash don't care, I'm going (laughs) to tell you anyway, but I've been in a relationship with my current boyfriend for about four years now, coming up on four years. We met lifeguarding back home in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Aw. And actually it was the summer before I left for college. Okay. So super random. Um yeah. but we used to get in trouble for flirting. No way. <laughs> I'm such such like a goody goody <laughs> that the the manager never rec- recommended me at all, but she would recommend Jared. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god. And gosh. then Jared would tell me and then I would obviously panic because I'm myself but um it was totally worth it if you ask me um obviously four years later you are (laughs) we did break up when i left for college just because i mean i went to london and i had known him for two months so it was just it was just easier but then he invited me to his fraternity formal Mm. in i guess my freshman year too and from there it's history Uh but yeah we did we went long distance when he went to school in in new mexico and i was in Boston for two and a half years, and then COVID brought us back home.
1: Oh. Yeah, so that
0: was actually the longest we'd ever been c- together consecutively, was Wait, that that's year. that's insane. A yeah. little silver lining in there. I honestly thought I was going to get sick of him, but you know, <laughs> here we are, <laughs> and- one year later, I dragged him out to Boston, and we're actually living together. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! <laughs> and that's the story no one asked for.
1: <laughs> now that you guys have gotten the details on our
0: four one one, yeah, our the dating life—the
1: past and the present—we um, can just dive into, you know, what we're looking for in a guy, what values are important to us. Just share a little bit with you. Maybe find some similarities in it. Starting off with me, I mean, tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> there it is Ah, just kidding um but seriously for those who say that looks don't matter I hate to be that person but I mean they definitely play a role but but, but, personality is equally important so on that front I definitely look for somebody who can make me laugh I want someone who's confident in who he is loves to be active because obviously that's important to me um I think my number one would be loyalty and just making it easy for me to trust him
0: Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, I'm a little worried. It seems like we might have the same taste.
1: (laughs) Well, good thing you're taken. (laughs) I'm on the market.
0: True, 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 true. Um, But yeah, I agree. Looks help. That's all I have to say. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, I think... The one thing I really look for is just a best friend. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I guess it's hard because all I can do is compare myself, compare this conversation to my relationship with Jared. Yeah, that's but that's true. kind of where my values line up with him. Is like he's really my best friend. I can tell him everything. He's there for me like during my worst times. Um, but also I think for me, someone that makes me the best version of myself. And for Jared, he, like, pushes me to be my, the best version of myself. Like, <laughs> Ooh, you're getting deep here. I'm on the version of gushing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I guess for me, it's just, like, someone that believes in me when I don't.
1: Yeah, no, that's really re- Going beyond what we just see at the surface level, for Rachel and I, I believe that we're both relationship people, which isn't as common in our generation. You know, hookup culture. Well, especially is in
0: your 20s. Yeah,
1: hookup culture is what it's all about, and that's just not who we are. And
0: especially in college. Exactly.
1: So I feel like it's important that we touch on values that are important to us as individuals that we're not willing to sacrifice as we enter relationships. Non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. From my perspective, family is very important and something that I personally am not willing to sacrifice. In one of my past relationships, I did find that I was being asked to sacrifice the limited time I already had with my family to spend more time with them because... I was away at college. It was long distance. Our one place that we, like, you know, we met at home. So the only time we really got to see each other was when we were home. So it was mm-hmm. kind of a um, awkward, yeah. awkward situation. Um, at the time, I, you know, was head over heels. And I would agree and, you know, bow down to whatever. But, you know, even in the early stages, I could begin to see where this wasn't going to be healthy and was going to need some way to find balance if it were to survive in the long term. So... You know, for me, just moving forward, I feel like that was a good lesson for me to learn and definitely something that I'm going to be more firm in as I move into, like, my next relationship.
0: Hallie, we are so compatible. So compatible. I 100% agree. <laughs> family is the numero uno. Numero? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't Uno. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, for me, family is the most important thing, and i that's non-negotiable as someone that can love the, my family as much as I love them. Yeah, And I mean, <laughs> Jared was just away over the week and he actually picked my little sister up from school That is. and they FaceTimed so me cute. and they were going to Chick-fil-A and I'm like, well, what are you doing? Like, no, we just went to go hang out. And then he spent two hours just talking to my family at my house while Aww. I was in Boston. Yeah. So that's really important to me.
1: Another thing that I would consider is just the ability to be independent. Um you know, obviously, I do love spending quality time with my partner, and I don't know if you've ever taken that love language test, but there's, like, the five dimensions. There's physical touch, quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation.
0: Mine is definitely not I words I forget of what the last one is.
1: <laughs> I'm words of affirmation and actually quality time. So, obviously, like, I love spending quality time with, wh- with whoever I'm with but I also really crave the ability to be my own individual like I want to be able to go out with my friends or go to the gym alone just without feeling the pressure to always be with this person Mm -hmm. um I feel like you need to you know in order to make a relationship work of two people coming together you need to be able to be your own individual first. I 100%
0: agree with that I feel like someone that understands you as a person for me my future is important to me career wise I mean fitness wise Mm -hmm. all that is really important to me and something that I'm not willing to negotiate on or just, like, sacrifice in general. Yeah. And I found the kind of person that is willing to help me achieve my goals career-wise, help me look for jobs, move wherever I want for my career. And, I mean, that's something that's just, like, I'm not willing to negotiate or sacrifice on it, but then the person that I'm with is willing to, like, help me yeah. in any way.
1: I, yeah. No, that's awesome for me. I don't know if I should be saying this, but...
0: still. <laughs> um,
1: the tea, Spill the tea. <laughs> actually so i got my offer to work at nike in the fall the sirens, the in sirens the again in a city <laughs> um i got my offer to work at nike in the fall when i was still dating this person and in my contract it you know the rule is in oregon which is nike's headquarters which is totally understandable but upon getting that offer i was not told but was explained to that this person would be very upset if I accepted the role.
0: Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: because they wanted to us to, like, get back to Texas. So that was a lesson learned. That should have been my number one red flag. I just got a goosebump. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever Rachel said, listen to it because <laughs> it is super important.
0: That's right into what we think makes a relationship <laughs> successful. Yeah,
1: so... Let's just take my experience at hand and put it to some good use. Um, You know, obviously after that interaction, I would say that not just communication, but being open and honest with your communication is like key to success. I've been in, you know, one too many situations where the communication has on both sides, myself included. Um, has not been open and it just leads to problems down the road like if you're not open up front then it's going to come out eventually mm-hmm. um so just making sure that you're being genuine like if you really care about this person you owe it to them to just tell them straight how it is um on the flip side of that I also think listening is super important I've also found myself in situations where you know I feel like I'm not being heard or vice versa I, you know
0: I mean, it's hard when you're in an argument and all you see is red. It's hard to listen. It's hard to have open communication.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Um, And like you said, it just heightens the situation that you're in. so taking both sides of that communication aspect, like communicating openly, but also listening, um, you know, just leads to things being better off in the long run.
0: I mean, kind of going off of that, when you're in an argument or... A heated discussion. <laughs> One of the things I try to do is try keyword is try. try. I try to think: Will this matter in a week?
1: That's a good technique. <laughs> I might need to start trying that. But then
0: again, the
1: keyword is try.
0: <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. No.
1: No doubt. Um, bringing us to point number two something that i have struggled with again from my experience is trust especially after i have been burned in the past Mm -hmm. um this is something that i know personally i need to get a grip on especially being the jealous type which i'm not proud of and again i'm taking steps to work on that um, because i you know obviously hope to have a successful relationship in the future (laughs) (laughs) um but i would say I always say that if you care about somebody, you're not gonna put them in a position to question you. Mm-hmm. So just living off of that basis and you know building that foundation on a solid level of trust. Which, Rachel, I think that's something that you seem to be really good at.
0: I don't know if I'm good at it or if I just I just don't see it as a potential obstacle. I guess yeah. because I just look at the situation. I guess I look at it from two ways. Mm-hmm. One, I think. If someone were to make me not trust them, it's not worth being with them. And two, kind of how we said in our previous episode that for us, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. In the relationship, I look at that too. I'm thinking like the people I surround myself, I trust wholeheartedly, and that's it. And then I either can decide to attach to like the small random things or just trust. That's and I've never been given a reason not to trust. So
1: yeah, no, but that I totally also.
0: Makes sense know the situations you've been in so it makes sense
1: okay <laughs> and I'm working through it don't think that I'm just like you know moving forward with my ways like it's definitely something that I need to reflect on
0: but when you have been burned in the past I mean you put up walls and yeah it's fair
1: so no for sure um next on our list is finding somebody who can balance with fun and reality I feel like again with us being relationship people and us getting older Um, You need to look for a partner that is able to live life and, you know, be on the edge a little bit because that's how you keep things, you know, fresh and new and exciting. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you also need someone who's going to recognize the responsibilities of the reality and is able to stay on top of what they need to. Like, you know, we're becoming adults. We're having, you know, new financial responsibilities. Eventually, kids might come into play. You just need to be aware of your surroundings and be able to find that, you know, balance between the two.
0: I agree. And I think off of that, it's also one way to look at a successful relationship is finding someone that you your strengths like you're compatible yeah. or like complement each other. Your strengths complement each other. So for me, I'm really good at directions. Jared is <laughs> terrible. He uses GPS in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Just gotta, no. <laughs> gotta call him out with that. And then on the other end is that he's super spontaneous, and I mean I just think like finding that complement between the balance of fun and also like the reality is super helpful.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I also feel like I'm viewing this super transactionally. (laughs) I mean,
0: mean relationships, yeah, yeah, literally, relationships are not a
1: transaction. Like, you know, at the end of the day. You still need somebody who's going to care for you and support each other. It's
0: like Um, a job interview. Now I'm thinking about it like, nope, you don't have this. Nope, (laughs) you don't have this. You're done. You're done. Can you tell (laughs) we have high standards?
1: (laughs) But no, seriously. Like, You just want someone who's going to genuinely care about you at the end of the day
0: and have your best interest at heart. 100%. Way to sum it all up. (laughs) Uh We now want to look into the future in a little... What's it called? The... Little ball with the crazy people. (laughs) Come on, the psycho, the psychic, the ball thing, (laughs) the crystal ball. Yeah, the crystal ball. Okay, to look into the crystal ball, where we see ourselves in the future in our relationship. Okay, (laughs) longest way to say that. (laughs) Well, I I mean unless Jared has other plans, (laughs) can you imagine? (laughs) He's like, "Mm, I listened to your podcast. (laughs) Never mind. I mean I hope to live with him, continue growing him with his career mine with me with mine I mean for me it's just the foundation of just being best friends I think that's really what it comes down to. Oh
1: how cute <laughs> I guess for me things look a little bit different <laughs> Um you know since the breakup and whatever i have gone on the dating apps which if you've been debating trying them i would encourage you to go for it they are not as scary as you would think um but for me personally i'm not on them currently because i'm just at a point where i'm busy on my own you know i got the puppy i'm finishing up my last semester and also at the end of the semester i'm gonna be moving back to dallas for the summer Mm -hmm. and then from dallas to portland for my full-time job so there's just like a lot of moves in my future a lot of moving parts that I just don't think it's necessarily the right time for me to bring anybody else on board my little adventure, I guess we can call it. The Um, magic school bus. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Who knows where I'm going. (laughs) Um, So I'm just not really looking for anything right now, but I am a firm believer that things typically do happen when you least expect it. So
0: at this percent, literally,
1: (laughs) So I'm just leaving it up to fate and I'm just going to see what happens where life takes me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) was that personal enough for you
0: i think we delivered on our
1: promise i really don't open up to many people especially about my relationships so hello spotify (laughs) welcome to my mess of a life (laughs) but in all seriousness this is
0: this okay so we're 22 years old yeah obviously we don't know everything we still got eight years but of this our is 20s just, left. yeah this is just our experience and what we value but everyone's different this yeah. is just what we've seen and obviously we're still learning we're still growing in my relationship I'm still figuring out yeah exactly What's and right
1: we're just two different sides of what mm-hmm. dating looks like in your 20s one of us has been in a committed relationship for the past four years one of us has been in relationships but like been on the dating scene like just still trying to figure it out so Just trying to give that overall picture. Two little
0: fun perspectives for your Friday afternoon. Perspectives,
1: yeah. (laughs) And not one path looks the same. And
0: I mean, we're all gonna get there eventually. (laughs) With that, we hope you have a happy Friday and a great weekend.
1: And just remember that at the end of the day, always be true to yourself.
0: Do it. You won't.